Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. Welcome back to the show. Now that's what I call music. 1990. Music party hits. 421-1015. Calling right now to dedicate a song to your mistress, side chick. Man, that's how those radio shows should have been. If I was a kid listening and those call-in shows, which were all Delilah and all like, would you like to send out a song to someone special? And then some guy was like, yeah, my uh, my uh, my wife, Kathleen, has been missing for a week. I'd like to play uh, I'll Be Missing You by Sting or, or whoever sings it. And then I was like, okay, I'm, we'll play that for you. And, and what's your favorite thing about Kathleen? Uh, I don't know. She's been gone for so long. I uh, actually forgot what she looks like. Uh... So I don't know. Probably her. She had pretty good boobs, but um, you know, I, I know you're not supposed to say that. Okay. And what's your name? Uh, Greg. Greg. Wh- what's your name? You sound hot. And then by that time, you know, she's already hung up and uh, and and you know, played the song. And you're listening as a kid, being like, "All right, this seems like a sweet dedication." Uh, it's called you know, love song dedication. It was the '90s. It was all about love and. Uh, but I think, you know, behind the curtain, you know, there's a lot more going on if you were to ask, uh, you know, I don't know, anybody who had, you know, sexual promiscuity in that. Uh, somebody just told me, I used to work with a guy at Albertsons in Seattle, and he was, uh, when I was, what, 16, I think he was 28. And recently he told me some of the shit he got into in like the 90s as an adult. And I was like, wow, had no clue. You know what I'm saying? I was just learning about Champagne Supernova and uh, Pearl Jam and The Lion King. Um, by the way, there's a dog fight happening outside the door right now. I don't know if you guys can hear that. It's either a dog fight 
or a mailman's getting attacked by a ferret. I almost got attacked by a raccoon in the seventh grade. My sister used to rescue cats. RIP to all those cats she rescued. They eventually disappeared and no no doubt got chomped up by something. Um, but she would leave out a lot of cat food on the front steps and raccoons would come and, uh, you know, get sloppy seconds. And I heard scratching at the door one night and like a fucking idiot, I answered the door, which classic scary movie moment number one, don't do. Something scratches at the door. You don't Drew Barrymore style go, who is it? And then open the door. <clears throat> also, I'm a fat kid. I got meatball sauce dripping down my fucking cock and I got Pop-Tart dust, you know, oozing in between my teeth. Here I am coming off, you know, losing a dad, opening the door, raccoon. <sighs> I fucking stumble back into the stairs. If I was a raccoon, I would have seen me go two steps back, you know, not two steps forward, two steps back, opposites attract Paul Abdul style. I just went two steps back into the stairs, fucking people's elbow, Charlie horse on the back of my, uh, my, my, uh, my fat thigh and uh, didn't feel it because, again, just, you know, 16 extra pounds of, of skin and Kit Kats just breaking my fall. And I go back, ah, mom doesn't wake up. She's a hard sleeper. Sister doesn't give a fuck. She's adopted. <clears throat> and uh, the raccoon had a sweet, sweet opportunity to, to pounce. But, you know, you, ta- you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That applies to raccoons attacking people, too. <laughs> um, well, there's a lot going on today's episode, though. We got Sam and Mo in the house. They're brothers. I asked, uh, I asked Sam, who's uh, older. Mo piped in real quick before Sam could even get the words out. He was like, well, actually, I, and Mo was like, it's me. In classic brother-sibling uh, rivalry fashion. You know, my sister and I have been brother and sister our whole lives. And, uh, you know, we've been through it all together. When I was uh, eight, she had a sleepover, and uh, her and about six of her little whore friends zipped me up in a sleeping bag and uh, for about two and a half hours. Thought I was going to die. Hey, thought I was going to die in a sleeping bag at eight years old. In 1990. 1990 should have been a great year. It was the year of the sleeping bag for, uh, for old Adam Ray. My first thought, and this is how fat of a kid I was, my first thought wasn't, I'm never going to see my family again. It was like, shit, I still got a meat, half a meatball parm in the fridge. Who's going who's gonna to finish that? <clears throat> but, uh, but we're good now. Sis and I used COVID to strengthen our relationship. If you didn't do that, you know, I don't know what you were doing. Probably uh, scrolling through TikTok or, uh, or getting COVID and giving it. If you lived in Huntington Beach or uh, knew a TikTok party to go to. That was the craziest part. I guess everyone shut things down at the get-go, and then it was just like people started creeping out of corners and crevices being like, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> hey, we don't care. How old's your grandma? Ah, she's, she did it. She lived a life. But, uh, but I feel like we're on, the, uh, we're on the upswing, although I did just read about some new variant, something Omicron. Fuck, dude. But it's weird. With so much, and I'm not going to get too political here, but when Roe v. Wade got overturned, that was crazy, to say the least. And I remember watching a baseball game that night and seeing them sing the national anthem, and I was like, what are you doing? What? What? Like, and people were up, like, 
I'd be protesting that song. It's also just like, you know, yeah, America's given us shit. Dave Chappelle, Meryl Streep, uh, you know, Hanks, the Sham Wow guy, the Toaster, the Dildo, Microsoft, fucking, you know, Terrell Owens, uh, fucking email, uh, Chipotle. A lot of great stuff this country's done. A lot of great stuff we haven't done or have fucked up. And uh, singing the national anthem after certain things have transpired just feels wrong. It feels like singing happy birthday to dad after you just watched him smack mom in front of the family. You're like, wow, we're just going to power through? All right. Happy birthday to you. You're going to go to jail for domestic abuse. I just saw these paparazzi across the street. Papa, paparazzi. Lady Gaga was right. These guys are vicious, man. I have yet to be at a place where uh, TMZ or the paparazzi clan, not to be confused with the Foot Clan, although, hey, man, if I were to take the Foot Clan from Ninja Turtles versus the TMZ camera guys in a fight to the death, I'm going Foot Clan. 10 out of 10, baby, because TMZ is, you know, ran by Harvey Levin, and the Foot Clan is run by, oh, a little guy named Shredder. You don't think fucking Oroku Saki can take out Harvey Levin? But uh, Chateau Marmont is the famous hotel across uh, the street here, and uh, it's where Belushi uh, famously uh, passed away, unfortunately, um, from, from drugs. It's just a very famous <clears throat> hotel and place where people do lunch meetings, and there's a bar there, and it's old Hollywood, too. I think Lindsay Lohan took a shit there once. or I don't know. There's a lot of fun facts on the website or that people just... It's one of those places people have story. Oh, Chateau Marmont. Oh, my goodness. Laura Dern, I once saw, spit out a steak frite into Jeff Goldblum's mouth, and he missed it, and it hit the floor, but he picked it up, and he did a weird dance after. You know, just all sorts of fun stories like that from the Chateau Marmont. Chateau Marmont, and then some people say it like that if they're an asshole or they're starting Ratatouille. Chateau Marmont, right? And uh, so I, I'm walking into the show today, and I see these guys running up the hill with their cameras, these fucking losers. Figure out something else to do, man. Stop dedicating your life to following other people. Oh, my God. Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges. And then he walks in, they go, ha, I got the back of his head. Hell yeah. 600 bucks coming my way. <clears throat> And look, I know that times are tough. OnlyFans is through the roof. People are farting into jars and selling their boob sweat. Shout out to Stephanie Matto, who asked me to join her. Um, she asked me to join her. Uh, she has like a Patreon that she started. And I'll be honest, I'm giving a lot of thought to it. She goes, come on, sell your comedy on here. I was like, I don't mean, you are attracting a lot of eyeballs with your boob sweat and fart jars. So is what I'm doing that different? <laughs> yes it is but but do I do I have am I at a point to where I don't want that money fuck no we're talking about this as I walked in Mo goes do you know this rapper Riff Raff I go of course I don't know who that is and he goes there's a guy who wears a lot of uh, <clears throat> sorry I've been smoking a lot of pot lately and my, it's affecting my pipes I think uh, now in a way that it hasn't before 
And uh, every real quick tangent, every other week I see someone post an article like, it, weed is actually very bad for you, which sucks because this whole time I think pot smokers have been like, weed's better than booze. What's the worst thing that'll happen? If you smoke weed, you forget the remote while you're holding it, right? You've never heard of a guy, you've never heard this from a from a stoner. Oh shit, man, I got so fucked up last night and crashed my Honda Civic into the Carl's Jr. drive through No, no, no. You hear that from somebody who drank two bottles of Tito's by themselves. Um, that being said, I guess pot is getting some negative connotations lately. Some bad press. So we need potheads to start doing some active charitable shit so that uh, we can flip that around. That being said, um, I think if I had the opportunity to wear like logos like Riff Raff does, right? That Mo, that's what he does? Yeah. He wears like Snapple across his eyes or um, Chevron in his mouth, like on his teeth. I think he just says Chevron. The guy's a walking billboard, which brings up the question, what would you do for a Klondike bar? <clears throat> which is basically what Alaska was asking us. How far would you go? Is it weird that every time I saw a what would you do for the Klondike bar commercial, I can't remember where I was by myself as a kid or a teenager with buddies and we'd all look at each other and be like, would you suck a dick for one? Would you suck a dick for a Klondike bar? How funny it would be that if that was a commercial? What would you do for a Klondike bar? Because usually the guy was just like, I'd leave my family. You know, or, uh, you know, I'd I'd take out my kid's college fund and buy a bunch of Klondike bars instead. Right? But what if a guy was just like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? I would blow a man for one taste of that chocolatey, chocolatey crunch. <laughs> well, you're in luck. Because we've got a man whose name is Chocolatey Crunch. He's the black American gladiator. We're not going to air any of this. <laughs> um, but anyway, paparazzi, keep doing your thing. Um Keep doing your thing. You make the world a better place, said nobody ever. Uh, you're intrusive. You're elusive. And you are brave. How much time we got left, Sam? 20 minutes. 20 minutes left? We're, at, we're 20 minutes deep. 20 minutes. Well, it's 140. We started at 120? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so 40. I thought we started at 1, so yeah. Oh, Oh, but I mean, is there someone coming in at two, uh, Mo? Three. Great, okay. So if I want to do like 45, we've got 25 left. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. The podcast started at 120. Yeah. Great. These last 14 seconds were brought to you by Fuck Me. <laughs> hey, you ever just have a moment where you forget that you're doing the show and you talk about stuff that you probably should have sorted out before the show started? Well, here at Fuck Me Factory, we're constantly creating moments for people that... Should have handled their shit before they... I saw a guy as I walked into the uh, studio today, blackout drunk. This is what's great about LA and Sunset Boulevard, where we currently are. Guy looking like Larry the Cable Guy meets mm, Brett Favre's brother's friend, who looks like Brett Favre, a little bit. Fatter, uh, definitely a guy that like, the shirt, the t-shirt he was wearing looked comfy, not the right body. And I've been there, we've all been there. We are like, I love this shirt so much. It makes me feel good. Now, does it look the way it makes you feel? Definitely not. But you feel good in it, and that's all that matters. 
Who said that? Men's Warehouse, right? You're going to like the way you feel. I guarantee it because I'm going to put my hand there. Um, that's not how it goes. But that guy has always been pervy to me. He His beard doesn't change color. Mo and I were just talking about this, getting the grays in your life. Grays first started pumping into my uh, head probably mm, 2007. So we're looking at 15 years ago. Um, and uh, And I haven't gone full gray yet. Which all guys at some point ask themselves a question. Would I let it go full gray if it happens? I know a few guys that have done it, and then they immediately dye it. Because uh, dye the hair, not dye it. I didn't know if that was clear. <laughs> Their hair goes gray, and they lose 80 pounds. But uh, this guy was walking down the street, and he looked like he was in trouble. He had a walk to him and a, a face for radio. And no, he was looking at his phone like he just did something bad. Like the Bad News Bears texted him and they were like, dude, even this is bad for us. And we're the Bad News Bears. All we do is give bad news. I haven't seen the movie. They <laughs> but this guy, again, had a walk and a strut like he definitely just got caught cheating or looking at some scandalous titty jiggling like while his wife was sleeping and his phone was on too loud. Um, and she looked over and woke up and was like, what are you doing? And he was like, just looking at the news. And she was like, Huey Lewis or the, or, or the, or what's happening in Russia? And he was like, both. Um, <laughs> so this guy, it just, I, my interest is always peaked when I catch a glimpse of someone's story and the airport is the, uh, the place to really consume a lot of chapters of uh of of people's lives without reading the full book it's soundbite city it's how many times well that's why we got to close the deal now and you're like fuck what's going on there and then get off the seat damien god if i have to tell you again i'm gonna leave like your father you fucking you get a little tidbit there the little insight fuck you mom you're fucking dying anyway right it's like, holy shit this kid's about to be an orphan there's so many different just pieces of info you pick up from the airport just sitting at one Sabaro. Sabaro is by the way if there if I if I could do a show about uh the airport kind of like the office kind of like the terminal meets the office. Remember Tom Hanks he was like my I'm on flight 2542 Delta Airlines and they're like yeah that leaves yesterday and the airport's shutting down. Hanks you better find a place to sit and a place to shit and a place to eat because you ain't going anywhere, baby. Deuces. And then the guy picks up his mop and then Hanks is just trapped in the fucking airport, which is so weird because I've been at the airport late night and I've never felt terrified for my life or without a lack of nutrition opportunities or trapped. There's never been a, like, 3, 4 a.m. I've seen people sleeping in the weirdest positions, by the way. Mouth fully open, so you know all the spiders are getting in there. Who started that rumor, by the way? Um, Dick? Yo, what's up, balls? Um, I've been getting cut a lot by uh, the Razor. Can can you say something to him? Ah, man, it's kind of a tough area because, you know, I'm doing the whole boob and vagina thing right now, and, you know, it's just a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it, I get it. Sounds like you could use some help. Hi, I'm Dick Feelgooder, 
And our friends at Manscaped have just brought back the ultra smooth package because it's time to stop, drop, and order this premium shaving kit. Everyone knows by now that the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best electric shave for your balls. But if you're looking for a closer shave to go down bare, down there, the ultra smooth package is the perfect set. It's time to shave the bush of yours and get right to the roots with a discount just for you. 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code ABOUT20. If you want to protect, shave, and buff up your smooth, sensitive areas, I'm talking about the Crop Shaver Razor. That's right, Manscaped has the Crop Shaver Razor, the Crop Exfoliator, and Crop Gel, so that you don't have to borrow your lady's razor for that precise trim. The Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package is a three-step kit to make your package the perfect package. But first, you want to grab your handy lawnmower 4.0 and give your boys, your balls, the classic trim to your liking and get those loose hairs out of the way and then take out the Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package to get that closer shave. Exfoliator, check. Crop gel, check. It's time to shave with the crop. Shaver is designed to shave the groin area with confidence, something you're lacking with your big hairy balls. This razor has precision blades including extra wide lubricating strips and a pivoting head for the ultimate groin grooming experience. All three of these vegan, cruelty-free, and sulfate-free products are included so that you know your manhood is in good hands and without compromise. So get up close and personal with the best tools for the job, your balls, the ultra-smooth package from Manscaped. Right now, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ABOUT20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code ABOUT20 at manscaped.com. Smooth out your balls, relaunch your penis into a world of freedom with the ultra-smooth package from the fellas at Manscaped. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast, and I'm sitting down because I got some big news. Usually I'm standing up to do comedy, but I'm sitting down now because I got the deal of a lifetime. First of all, sitting is bad for you. We all know that, whether we're sitting on planes or sitting on a beanbag chair watching porn in front of our kids, there's just too much damage you do on the body. Thankfully, Axion has come up with a chair that allows your pelvis to move the way it does while you walk. So all 33 vertebrae align into perfect posture. The result, better breathing, better blood flow, and relief from the pain. It's crazy what you can do when you set your body to do it. Now, these guys are homies of mine. My buddy Dennis uh, worked with the Clippers as their doctor for 27 years. He runs a wellness center called Peak Wellness. He's a fucking gangster and has uh, saved me from surgery numerous times. Uh, I actually met Justin Bieber at his place. Um, and uh, and I was in my boxers getting cupping done, and Bieber and I locked eyes, and I was like, this is how we were supposed to meet, and Bieber smiled, and I never saw him again. Um, but uh, this chair is a game changer. It's changed the way I live, it's changed the way I breathe, the way I sit, and you guys right now can get that chair for 25% off uh, using the promo code ALN25, at all33.com. Go to all33.com and use promo code ALN25 for 25% off. It's incredible. You gotta get it. It's the only chair out there to get. We will be getting them for the studio. Go to all33.com and use promo code ALN25 for 25% off this chair. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying this special episode. Yeah, baby. Uh-oh, stand-up comedy alert. This weekend, I am joining Sal Volcano on the road in Vegas, Arizona, Colorado. This weekend, Friday, the theater at Virgin Hotels in Las Vegas, 8 p.m. show, July 15th. July 16th at the Celebrity Theater in Phoenix, Arizona. July 17th in Boulder, Colorado at the Boulder Theater. Theater. Oop. 
uh, 15th, 16th, and 17th of July. And then July 20th in Portland with Sal at the Arlene Schnitzer Concert Hall. Um, July 21st in Seattle, hometown show, Paramount Theater. And then July 22nd in Vancouver at the Vogue Theater. All those tickets at salvoconocomedy.com. July 29th, 30th, and 31st, I'll be headlining the Comedy Store in La Jolla, San Diego. Come out and see me, adamraycomedy.com for tickets. August 5th and 6th at Laugh Boston in Boston, Massachusetts. And August 7th, two shows in Portsmouth, uh, New Hampshire at the Music Hall. All these tickets and dates, tons of dates through August, September, October at adamraycomedy.com. I was thinking about this the other day, how great dogs are. My dog Pickles, 10-pound Cavapoo, the greatest thing that's ever... I don't... Just the way people say, I don't know life before Cameron, before their little fucking kid. I don't know life before Gary. And if your kid's name is Gary, by the way, change that name immediately or he's going to get teased. Because you shouldn't be a little boy with the name of an auto mechanic who has a goatee and a girlfriend who lives two states away. Gary is the name of an adult man, not a little boy. Um... My nephew has a friend named Gary. This kid sucks. He always hides in the bushes to try to scare me. He's a bush popper doing these types of kids. He'll just wait and go, yeah, and then hop out. And I go, fuck, dude. He's like, gotcha, I made you look. I'm like, yeah, you did, Gary. I wasn't expecting a headbutt out of a fucking bush, you psycho. Um, but, uh, but I do think dogs are the greatest creature of all time. Why do I think that? I have one. I've had one. I'm going to keep having dogs in my life. Every dog I see that isn't a pit bull. Pit bulls are adorable, but they just, they're just not as cute as most dogs can be. That being said, all dogs go to heaven. Great movie. All dogs are cute as fuck. Fact. Uh, God should have quit after that. <laughs> I truly believe you, you peaked. God should have made dogs and then walked in and everyone just goes, wow, wow, woo, God, let's go. Great. He's like, thank you, thank you. They're like, yeah, speech, 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 speech. He's like, yeah, yeah, we did it, we did it. It's been a good week. Dogs are crushing. People love dogs. We uh, we did it, guys. Uh, but, but, I don't want us to get ahead of ourselves. we got a lot more work to do. we got a lot more creatures to create. Um, Brian, we're still, how we doing on that uh that tall thing that looks like a penis attached to legs. What are we calling it? A giraffe. Cool. We'll work on the pronunciation. But liking what we're doing, uh, today's a big day. I got a new creature to unveil. So everyone sit down, stand up, and then sit down again because I'm about to blow your clit off. It's okay. I can say that. I'm God. Don't cancel me. <laughs> Sharon, I'm looking at you. I give you these hugs that are too long sometimes and you don't like it, but you, I'm God. So... All right, here we go. And he pulls down a poster board and he goes, spiders. Uh, God, uh, what? we're doubling the legs? Great question, Darren. We are doubling the legs. Uh, why? Did, don't need a follow-up from you, Darren. We're doubling the legs and get it, get it, get this in your head. This thing can kill you. Uh, Samantha. Why would we make something that can kill you that's that small and can travel fast? Great question, Samantha. Um, fucking, because why not? Anybody else? Oh, also, it's going to crawl into your mouth when you sleep. I don't know if it will, but we're going to start that rumor. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of things, a lot of creatures in the world that we don't need. Butterflies. Love them. They make a great t tattoo for a hippie chick who smokes a lot of weed and 
moved out of her parents' house when she was 17 and now is a life coach for some reason. Because I've been through it. Because I've been... I made the choice to leave my parents' mansion in Palos Verdes. And yeah, I have a drinking problem. Had. <laughs> See, I still feel like I have it even though I had it. My have had is constantly getting mixed up. But that's why I'm the perfect person to help you start your business. Hi, my name's Kimberly Kim. And here at Kim's Life Coach Establishment, I help you like my butterfly tattoo. I have so many tattoos to distract you from what I actually bring to the table. The butterfly is cliche. It's a great creature, but I don't think we need as many of them. Hear me out. Anytime I've been on a hike and heard a rattlesnake, immediately is that is followed by a butterfly fluttering in front of my face and I freak out harder at the butterfly than I did at the rattlesnake. Are the rattlesnake and butterfly in cahoots? Are they working together to scare Jews? I don't know. But <laughs> but uh but it works. Last hike I was on rattlesnake. I don't do I don't do accents, but it's right the sound of a rattlesnake is fucking it you stop in your tracks. We're going down the hill, and there's an old couple. They're probably both pushing 85, 95. And, uh, and I jumped. I fucking jumped. I was this close to a stop, drop, and roll, and there was no fire around. And I, uh, I jump, and the woman goes, oh, what, what, what is it? I go, rattlesnake, rattlesnake, right there. Be on the lookout. She goes, oh, sweetheart, come here, rattlesnake. And they went towards it to look at it. And I was like, either they don't give a fuck because they're 85 and 95, or she's got some weird rattlesnake fetish. That can't be it. But hey, again, there's something for everybody out there. I mean, my friend Brad Williams is in a Cirque du Soleil show right now. He's been a fetish for years. Little people have been fetishes for years. He's in a Cirque du Soleil show. He's not getting shot out of a cannon. Mom. He's doing stand-up. Everyone hears a little person in Cirque du Soleil, and they go, oh, is he jerking off the mime while he's juggling the fruit? And they go, no, but I will be Googling that later to see how much that costs to hire for my kid's bar mitzvah. Brad is doing stand-up comedy because he's a beast on stage, and he's in the middle of the Cirque show doing stand-up in Vegas at the New York, New York Casino. I will be going to see this show on Monday because I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. Jealous? Probably not. It's hot as fuck, and everyone comes back with COVID now. But... I'm going to go to Vegas, do some shows at the Tropicana Laugh Factory. It's the Laugh Factory in the Tropicana Casino. Going to hang out at the pool. Going to go to NBA Summer League. Because I played in the 2019 NBA Celeb All-Star Game with Brad. Uh, nine points, two assists, a charge, and a couple rebounds. I wasn't keeping track of my stats. But Adam Silver, the commish, has uh, become a homie and is uh, taking care of uh, Brad and I um, to go see some Summer League games this weekend. I'm very pumped. I love basketball. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Seattle gets a team back in a couple of years. We got the ALN podcast shirt in the shape of the Sonics logo with a mic instead of the uh, Space Needle. There it is. Also wearing uh, Simply Seattle, a hat from my uh, favorite uh, All Things Seattle merch company. Go to simplyseattle.com, by the way. Free plug. They've given me a lot of amazing shit. They've got everything Seattle. Uh, original merch. I mean, look at this shit, dude. The Seattle sky. I mean, you can't. It's, it's, this is the North Carolina colors. George Carl is a part of the company. Ex-North Carolina player. I think coach. Sonics a legendary coach. And he uh, wanted this uh, Carolina blue uh, Seattle skyline hat. SimplySeattle.com for all that good stuff. Vegas will be fun. I'm not a uh, giant gambler. 
I will gamble though, because you just you get bored. There's you run out of things to do and talk about, and you're like, ah, I don't know. You want to go fucking lose it all, you know? Which is I think most people in Vegas. Everyone I talk to out there, it's what's great about the shows. The crowd is always made up of all sorts of degenerates and fucking you know media moguls and fucking you'll get people from Rachel Ray to Tony Robbins to fucking. The Cat in the Hat, and you know, fucking the Scissor Sisters, you know, not the band, just a couple of sisters that get paid to scissor each other, and they call, so they just call themselves that, and they just were, you know, hoping that the band Scissor Sisters wouldn't sue. I did meet a guy in Vegas once. This was probably two times ago, and I'm at the bar, and he goes, how old are you, man? And I was like, 37. So this was three years ago. I'm just turned 40. And he goes, uh... I remember being 37. Worked at the Tropicana pool right here. I was a pool boy, as they say. I was like, I think they still say it. He goes, well, either way, I was wheeling and dealing and jiving and flying and man, I just, everywhere I'd go, I'd see hot babes that I just wanted to see buck fucking naked. I was like, that's that's great, man. I literally just asked you what time it was, but but where's this where's the story going? Well, I just remember, I remember being 37. Enjoy it, my friend. That's This is what I remember that he harped on. He goes, enjoy it, my friend, 37. I remember being 37. And then all of a sudden, poof, I woke up one day and I'm 83. Where's the time go, man? I was like, I don't know. He's like, me neither. But now I'm 83. I was 37. I used to pay girls. This is what he said. I used to pay girls to come up to my room and play with each other. And I was like, yeah, I think you're, you know, I don't, that's not what I'm doing at 37. I'm trying. I'm actually doing shows here at the uh, Tropicana at the Laugh Factory. D- did turn 40, feeling good. 40 feels good. It's also an age where you start to feel the the aches and pains a little bit more. That's what everybody says. I've always felt them though. I've jammed every finger from playing basketball and you know, I don't know, fucking hitting the door. Fucking, I don't. I don't. Just everything's twisted and busted and broken and i broke my toe walking into the fucking wall when i was stoned about a month ago that's not a almost 40 thing that's just a you're just an idiot or that's just life there's a lot of opportunity in life to just uh you know be a klutz can we still say klutz is it too close to clucks which is a part of klucks clan i don't know sometimes i say a word and i go hey but klutz is i still feel very much a part of the zeitgeist. That guy's a klutz. Whoa, hey, easy, man. I thought you said klucks, and you know what that's attached to. Chickens? <laughs> yeah, you wish. Yeah, chickens that are racist. But um, but I turned 40, and I'm on an airplane, and uh, this has never happened before, and I guess this is my point about being 40. When you get to a certain age, like I am now, 40, Things happen that you pay attention to more, and you go, is it because of my age? I'm in the bathroom. I couldn't have been in there for longer than three minutes. And uh, a woman comes knocking on the door. Flight attendant, hey, you okay in there? Everything all right in there? Never had that happen. I've been traveling for probably 25 years. No, that's not true. Yeah. I think the first time I went on a plane was to go see my grandparents in Oklahoma in 1995. So about 25 years. And I've never had a stewardess check on me in the fucking bathroom. And it was embarrassing. Because obviously she's like, what's going on? Did you forget how to wipe? 
And she knocks on the door and she goes, everything okay in there? And I yell through the door because I'm so embarrassed but also angry that... Because she didn't knock quietly and she's screaming because there's that, that white noise like... Uh, just like that, the plain sound. So all of first class is like, well, this guy, this guy fucking... Does he know how to wipe in there? Everyone's just fucking, you know, now conspiring against me and I'm going to have to walk of shame back to my seat. Someone's going to hand me a roll of toilet paper being like, I can show you how to do it. And so she knocks, everything okay in there? I scream back, yeah, you guys served me microwave plain eggs. And surprised, they didn't sit well. She didn't say anything back. I felt like I came in a little hot. I get out, I go, I'm so sorry. I just, I'm not feeling good to begin with. The food you served, I don't think is real food. I don't want to get into that. You don't need to respond to that, you know. But something tells me that, you know, <laughs> You you never hear you never hear someone going, oh, you know who has great California rolls? Delta Airlines. The food ain't great. It's plain food. I would rather have space food. Don't they just have like little squeeze it bottles and they're like, you want a filet mignon? And they just squeeze it into their fucking mouth. I don't know. Clearly I don't know anything about space. Neil Armstrong spoke at my college graduation. He was a little cocky. He was like, I've been on the moon. Good luck topping that shit, fucking cocksuckers. And then he grabbed his nuts and he moonwalked off the stage. That's not true, but you believed it because you're like, I don't know Neil Armstrong or anything about him enough to think that he didn't do that. Also, if I was on the moon, I'd open and close with that. I'd walk in every bar and be like, the moon guy's here. And then I'd leave and I'd, again, I'd moonwalk out and they go, boy, that guy loves to moonwalk. And then somebody goes, well, you know, he was on the moon. And then they go, oh, and then home improvement, the home improvement uh, theme song starts. <laughs> He's made like, I don't know, five hundred million off. Do you think Scooby Doo? has ever thought about suing Tim Allen. Discuss. <laughs> How bad do I want to host a kid show where I just ask them questions like that? And they're all just looking at me with blank stares. I filmed a uh, movie uh, last week that comes out next July. It's the Barbie movie. My scenes were with Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, who play Ken and Barbie. They were incredibly cool. Made them laugh a lot. Did that feel cool? Yeah, because they're both very hot. Oop, just got a text from Gosling. Stop talking about me. How did you get access to my computer? That's not him. But yes and, right? Commit to the bit. What do we do in comedy? We commit to the bit. Kids, commit to the bit. Uh, Gosling was great. He's, he's locked in, man. Talking to him, talk comedy with him for a bit. He was fucking like this, dude, and uh, and I dig that about. It. Like he's, but then when we were, and his smirk when he smiles, yeah, man, makes you feel like a million bucks. Him and Margot both hot. Uh, a buddy of mine goes, man, if given the chance to 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 have sex with one of them, who would you pick? I go, I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, don't know. Um, 
but uh, but they were both great. Truly rock stars. Y- you just get why certain people are movie stars. A, how they look, the way they carry themselves, pros. My friend Carlos, new friend, I'll call him my friend. We just met on set, had a blast. We're both the, uh, the cops in the scene. Got to improvise a lot. Greta Gerwig, who wrote and directed Lady Bird and, and Little Women, and her husband Noah Baumbach, Squid and the Whale, Marriage Story, uh, Meyerowitz Stories, I believe, the one with Stiller. Oh, no, Greenberg, that's what it's called. Both just gangsters of the game are uh, co-wrote this, so it's going to be a real silly, weird, funny comedy. And uh, they were just both pros, but Carlos, the other cop, and I made them laugh a lot, which was really cool. Like, almost to where I was like, Ah, are they patronizing us? You know, sometimes you, you'll... There's certain stand-up comedy rooms, the Ice House in Pasadena, which is getting ready to reopen, the La Jolla Comedy Store, where everyone's always like, oh, it was, the crowd was too good. Like, you just didn't... I don't know if I could even use... That material is even worth... Like, I, I didn't get a gauge because they were laughing at everything. Honestly, it's how Gosling and Margot Robbie were responding. But I but I just... I You know, I felt like we were dialed in and we, we were doing some really silly shit. And... uh and I hope they use a bunch of it. You never fucking know. But uh, cool to meet them. Cool to slap that on the resume. Um, I think the movie will be a, a big deal. I know kids are going to go see it. I know I would have gone to see it anyway because that's the thing too. You go, Ryan Gosling, I mean, from Drive to Crazy Stupid Love, The Notebook, fucking, he's getting ready to do The Fall Guy, I think, in uh, Australia, they said. Uh, uh, Fracture, I mean, uh, Mo, give me another Gosling movie. What's that? He's the bad guy on a motorcycle? The bad guy on a mo- Wasn't that Drive? No, no, no. No, not a baby driver. No. No, no, no. He's the bad guy on a motorcycle with Bradley Cooper. It's so good. Oh. Gossing and Cooper together? Yeah. Crazy Stupid Love, Steve Carell, and Ryan Gossing. Name that one, Sam. Thanks, though. Okay. Um, Got it. Yeah, it's okay. We're going <laughs> to go back to Mo for this one. Sam, don't speak till sp- spoken to. Um, uh, no, that is a great movie, though. I like that you said... The Pines. Who? The Place Beyond the Pines. The Place Beyond the Pines. You're putting Cooper and Gosling in the same film. Yo, just get ready to come, ladies. Um, that being said, uh, look out for that. Uh, the Chippendale show I just finished shooting. Um, no, I'm not a Chippendale. I play the MC on roller skates, warming up the girls and introducing the men. From the creator of Pam and Tommy, uh, the Hulu show I was in. This will come out in uh, October. Uh, with Camille Nanjiani, Juliette Lewis, Murray Bartlett, a cast of rock stars, and then me. And uh, and then Young Rock comes out in November for season three. We start shooting that in September, I think. So stuff to look out for. All the tour dates at adamraycomedy.com. Uh, Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. Um, the specials are out. Live from Madison, live from San Francisco, on the YouTube page. Go check them out. Support. Pass them on. Share them with your friends. Send them to your enemies. Reconnect with your old girlfriends. I have exchanged some messages with my sixth grade girlfriend recently. Uh, Very hilarious. We actually, in the first time ever, had like some perspective and dialogue about how adorably, hilariously... uh, uh, embarrassing we were I was like do you remember when we used to like talk for like two three hours on the phone and sometimes wouldn't even say anything and I would just play the Lion King can you feel the love tonight in the background and she goes yeah I I do I was like crazy right she was like yeah that was weird 
And I was like, thank you. I thought it was weird. Looking back, in the moment, I thought, you know, you were you were getting turned on, but um, but now she's got a family, so, you know, you don't want to go, uh, you don't want to get too into that. She did bring her husband out to, um, not a show once. We met at, there was a, a big, like, all the kids from my high school class during the holidays went back to a bar for karaoke and, and drinks one night, and it was just a known thing where it was like, if you're in town, go to this bar. I remember meeting her husband there, and and it was weird because he gave me a look of like, you know, like this will happen sometimes after a show if a, a pretty girl comes right up to you and uh, and thanks you for the show. The guy that she's with is right behind her, and more often than not, he is not pumped that she's saying what up. I recognize that, and I will almost like push her out of the way and go, "What up, dude? Did you have a good time?" Just to make him comfortable, because I feel uncomfortable that she's just like leaving him in the dust. But sometimes you get the girl that's just like, you know, being sweet and whatever, and the guy's like, she's a huge fan, man. This is a big deal for her. You can touch her shoulder with your tongue if you want. And you're like, nope. But thanks for coming, Brett. He's like, it's Chet. How'd you, you were just a letter off, dude. Um, But uh, this guy of my sixth grade girlfriend I met him, and he sized me up a little. And I was kind of pumped on it because so funny to just look at me and go like, huh, here's the guy that used to, can you feel the love tonight, huh? Can you feel my fist in your asshole tonight? He didn't say that, but he gave me the look of a guy that was thinking that. And uh, and I was here I was here for it. I was pumped that I was getting, <laughs> trying to be intimidated by a guy who's now married to a girl that I dated for I don't know two months. We held hands. I, I don't even know if we kissed. I can't remember if we kissed. I think we, I think we walked to a movie theater once that was like fourteen miles away. I guess that was foreplay. Hey, you want to get real hot and sweaty and then eat some popcorn that we can't afford? Yeah, that sounds awesome. Hell yeah, sixth grade rules. Don't let any, don't let anyone tell you it doesn't. <sighs> And then halfway on the walk, you're like, do you want to just go back? It's fucking hot. She's like, yeah, I didn't want to see angels in the outfield anyway. And then you're like, oh, deal breaker. Saw that movie three times in theater, theaters. What is that when you just come up short on a word? Is that like, does that mean I'm dying? I don't know. I WebMD stuff. It's not good. I had a weird, like, I had a, a little pain right here in my thumb, and I WebMD'd it, and it was like, AIDS. And I was like, yikes. Um, all right. Well, this was great. Mo, Sam, how do we feel? I'm loving it. Yeah, great. Mo is, uh, I'll be honest, Mo is probably in my top two favorite people I've met in the last year. And I go, I'll go on record saying that. Sam, I'm, uh, you know, by association, you're you're in that boat. We just haven't uh, shared a paddle yet. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate that. Um, you guys uh, have similar voice structure. You got both have affable qualities to you. Well, I just missed a call from a guy. I'm doing a, working on a project about Chef Boyardee. We're trying to make it into a, a TV movie where I play Chef Boyardee. Yeah, I fucking you throw darts, Mo. You're out here in the streets of L.A. Hollywood proper. 
Yeah, it's it's a funny idea, and we've got a pretty dope outline. Now I just need to get into the right hands. That's what she said. Um, guys, thanks for listening. Subscribe, five-star rating. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Um, say hi to your mother for me. And um, and we'll see you uh, we'll see you next week for a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast. Anything to add, Mo? Uh, we'll be right back. We'll stay right here. We'll be right back. We'll keep her right here. Cash me outside. She made fifty-two million on OnlyFans. The baby, fifty-two million on OnlyFans last year. Eight years ago, she was like, "Catch me outside, Doctor Phil," and he was like, "You shut your fucking mouth, you little dumb little twat." We'll be right back. We'll keep her right here. 52 million she made from me and I don't see a dime of that Robin I don't see a dime of that and speaking of of I don't see a dime of that what'd you do with my Stouffer's pot pie boy if there's a pot pie that is uh if there was a list of pot pies I would fuck Jason Biggs American pie style Stouffer's would be at the top of the list that shit is delish all right I've said too much but yet I haven't said anything. So I think that's a perfect place to end. Be good to each other. Hope you're having a great week. Have a better weekend. You know, when you're cheersing someone with a cocktail, say something meaningful. Don't just go to fucking 69 in and fucking Xbox controllers. Keep staying, staying hot when your battery life is on the way out, but you still got two more levels to play. You know, come, come correct with something fun. Like, I just said this the other night ago. To a great night and a better tomorrow. It's got a little good night and good luck, David Straight there and type vibe, but everyone goes, yeah, and smiled. And then you fucking feel like you're not wasting the booze. All right. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.